Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yo, microphone check. One, two, what is this? The five foot is something with the roughneck business. I float like gravity. Never had a cavity. Got more rhymes than the one that's got family. No need to sweat. I send you to gain some type of thing. No shame in my game because I always be the same. And welcome to an all-new episode of the MBS Sports Hour. Of course, I'm one of your hosts, Joe Cardoza. Joining us always with my guy, Mr. Patrick Wang. Happy Friday to you, Pat. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Joe? Doing pretty good, man. Um, doing pretty good. Like you said, it's Friday. Getting the weekend started. Started my day off watching uh, watching these opening ceremonies um, for the Olympics. So that's been pretty cool. Uh, it's been a pretty cool week. Yeah, it's always it's man. I feel like we were talking about the Olympics forever, and of course, we can debate should they be ha- happening, should they not be happening. But either way, it's happening. I mean, it's already started. We had a couple of events. I know soccer's already gotten started, softball's already gotten started, and it would have been awesome to see packed arena, thousands of fans. But hey, with pandemic comes adjustments, and they figure out a way to to have this thing start off. And so it started off, and it was cool watching Team USA and some of the other countries come out there and just have their moment in the sun. I mean. One thing I'll take away from the opening ceremonies where a lot of those countries, if not most of them, man, the outfits were fire, bro. I'm trying to get some of these jackets. <laughs> For real. Coming out styling. Yeah, styling. man. Yeah. Nah, you're right. I mean, it's it's one of the things where uh, there are concerns, of course, health concerns. And then um, you have different people that have different feelings on some things that have happened. Um going into the Olympics and, you know, so, I mean, I, I, you know, I definitely feel, I feel everyone's concerns and respect everyone's opinions on the way they feel about different things. But I think for me, it comes down to just trying to support, support the athletes and the people that are there trying to get excited, uh, watching them getting ready to, to compete and hopefully, you know, they're able to remain safe. Like I say, it is easy for us to talk about it because uh, we're home. Yeah. You know, we can make decisions what we want to step into and, and different stuff. So it's easy for us just to watch it and kind of appreciate what they're doing out there. But, you know, you also think about them there and, you you know, you want everyone to uh, remain safe and, 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 and healthy, uh, at, you know, at the same time. Yeah. And I mean, one of the biggest things I've always been saying, too, is it's the Olympics. It's not like you have an off season. We can come back next year. I mean, if you're I don't know if you're 26, 28 and you know, this might be your last shot to be in a, in a, to compete for a medal in discus or the new sports uh like, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago we we're talking about it off the air skateboarding the, the rock climbing the surfing this is your first time getting a chance to be in the olympics you're the first group and to, to ha- not have to miss the opportunity and then you assume or you hope you can make it four years from now who's to say and i hope i'm really wrong saying this but who's to say we might not be in the same situation four years from now that we are in today in terms of the virus so i mean i can definitely understand people want to take that that risk and that chance for the opportunity to live out their lifelong dream yeah or well, three years because i mean you figure yeah. this was supposed to be 20 and, and yeah i mean but i think because of what we look we're talking about the olympics and look this is a huge deal we all know that and it's a huge deal for the athletes but i mean this is just look how this thing's affected everyone. And like people have lost their lives. Yeah. You know, forget competing in a, you know, in the games, which I said is definitely important. We're, we're not saying that, but think about the adjustments. I mean, people have lost jobs. People have lost loved ones. Um, so there's, you know, it's just a lot of things that happen. We speak about it all the time. Look at the college athletes, what they've been through and, and, you know, and, and just, so this whole thing is just, you know, crazy, but, just just trying to appreciate the moment, you know, today um, officially kicks things off and uh, we're just hoping, you know, ho- hoping for the best for everyone involved. Yeah, for sure. I already know that today kicks off the official Joe has no sleep schedule fiesta because I'm that guy. I mean, you know me, I'm a sports fan. It's like you. I'll, I'll be the guy at four o'clock in the morning watching archery or, oh, man, it's a rowing competition at six o'clock in the morning. Let me wake up at five thirty so I can watch the rowing competition. I'll be watching a little bit of everything. 
and those new sports to talk about. I'm interested in watching some of these new sports and seeing how, how that goes as well. Yeah, I think some of the newer things, not to say that I won't watch them, but I'll probably be more casually, like kind of if it's there and if I see it, I'll check it out. But I mean, I'm definitely going to have my my sight set on, uh, of course, basketball yeah. and then when track, track oh, yeah. rolls around. Uh, the guys start, I got to look at the guys' times. I know the guys start Sunday. I know the the women, um, I think, I want to say the they start Tuesday and I want to say the first couple of days are like, 12 12:30 a.m. our time game so yeah i think you're right uh, we got to check that out before we get off the air but i, I think, think i'm going to need me some right. power naps man i'm going to need to take me some i'm i'm going to have to be strategic <laughs> i'm going to have to get some power naps in you know and cuz you know i'm not a young i'm not a young whippersnapper or whatever like i used to be so i'm going to have to plan this out but hey, you ain't lying. um it's going to be fun though and two, you you got me into it, man. I'm interested, I'm interested and excited to watch this three on three competition as well, basketball, women and men's. Well, the women made it for for USA, so I'm interested to see. I, I, obviously, I know about three on three basketball, but I want to see it on an Olympic level and just to kind of see how it's received and the level of play. Yeah, I mean, we already talked about um, was uh, Kyle Montgomery. Look how fun he made it. You know, listen to him commentate. And um, so I, you know, I, you know, I thought that part was cool, but yeah, check checking these ladies out and seeing what they can do, seeing if they can uh bring home a goal for us, would be pretty cool, man. So, I like it, man. I'm interested. I'm interested to in see how uh how everything goes. Shout out to Sue Bird. Sue yeah. Bird carrying that flag. Uh, That's got me. USA. How awesome was that for her? And then I thought it was really a great idea to have them live mic'd so you were able to ask questions and kind of get a small feel for what she was feeling uh, as she won an opening ceremonies. And you were right, too. Uh, USA takes on my man Rudy Gobert in France, uh, 8 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday, kicks things off. And then they got a Wednesday against Iran at 1240 p.m. These are all Eastern times. And then Saturday the 31st, we take on the Czech Republic at uh, 8 a.m. as well. See, the Sunday 8 is easy, you know, because I've been getting up early. That's easy, easier. Like I said, I'm going to make the women's work. I'm going to make it work. But, uh, same. you know, their times is a little tough. But like I said, Sunday 8 o'clock, I mean, that's kind of whatever for me. And yes, then uh, what, what did you say the next one was noon? Uh, 1240 against Iran on Wednesday. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I'll be able to, be able to check that out. I should be able to walk in the door right when that one kind of is getting going i have something to do uh earlier today but i'll check that out and then look i don't want to you know sue bird uh definitely want to give her her flowers uh but also she was there with uh eddie alvarez too so don't yeah. want to completely leave him out in that but but yeah man i'm with you hey man we're gonna we're gonna watch this uh we have a lot of local flavor Christina Clemens, we've talked mm-hmm. about her before. And uh I actually seen, I gotta find it. Uh I think it was WTOP had a had a had a nice piece where they listed all of the local, the local athletes uh from Maryland, Virginia, DC that are involved. So there's some other people there too to to kind of support. There's someone else from Waldorf too, man. It was a uh he's gonna be running for I think Trinidad and Tobago, but there's someone else from Waldorf in there too i'm gonna find that probably post that so we can kind of keep up with that as well yeah i see what you're saying i'm taking a look at the schedule right now all the usa women's games are uh 12 40 a.m that's all right uh, the power nap will come in handy kicking things off on tuesday against nigeria yeah so definitely excited like i say good luck to coach pop and the guys on the men's team good luck to coach staley and the women um on the women's team so Let's get some goals. Let's get some goals. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And good segue, man. You're getting pretty good at this transition thing there, Mr. Waring. Talking about gold, man. Uh, NBA Finals. <laughs> a, new, a new champion has been crowned. I know a lot of people, not you and I, but a lot of people on social media boohooing because we didn't have LeBron James or Steph Curry, any of the splashy names we've seen the last 10 years uh, in the NBA Finals. We had the Phoenix Suns, uh, led by Chris Paul and Devin Booker taking on the Milwaukee Bucks led by Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And at the end of the day, man, after winning, after losing those first two games and had me worried, I mean, I was thinking, man, are the Bucks able to handle this? Uh, can they handle it? Milwaukee wins four straight, including a 50 point game by Giannis uh, in game six. And they are your NBA champions, man. The Milwaukee Bucks are the champs. Uh, great series. It was fun. I think one of the reasons why I enjoyed this series so much was because of the fresh faces 
and people that we didn't get a chance to see. Like I have not watched until these playoffs. I'm not going to lie. I have not, I had not seen a lot of Devin Booker. I probably had seen like total of his whole career in the NBA start to finish. Maybe I saw 15 games. So, I mean, I was able to, to really witness how good this kid is and the evolution of his game, these playoffs. And of Chris, course, Chris Paul been playing forever. I mean, Chris Paul inspires all of us to, to get some high tops and get back out there and at least give it a go. <laughs> so they make it to the finals. And, and Giannis, man, a guy that we've all heard what people have said, whether it be comments from James Harden or comments from other people about him not being his, his style of basketball being easy or not the best style of basketball to watch. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. 50 points is nice to watch. Hoisting up an NBA championship trophy is nice to watch. And hoisting up a finals MVP trophy was nice to watch as all. So, I mean, shout out to Milwaukee. Shout out to Bucks fans. It was, it was a really good series. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did, too. I did. Um, I enjoyed it as well. It, it's, it was a great series. Uh, I'll be honest. It's, for me, it, it started off kind of slow. Shoot, I was on the part. And I didn't even realize. I thought that Giannis didn't even play the first game. That shows you how much. <laughs> that shows you how much I was kind of into it earlier. And but in the playoffs, um, I agree with you hundred percent. And I and I felt like that because you've seen the way this thing was coming around. So we knew we were going to have some new new teams, some new faces in there. And so I automatically knew that was cool. Um, I kind of had my mind and kind of attention on some other stuff. So I missed some of the some of the you know focusing completely but once i was able to kind of get locked in locked in i did enjoy it um we had some drama i'll say this i'll say that i'm fine with milwaukee winning i would have been okay with phoenix winning too the only part i didn't like is i wanted seven you know just to give me one more in there but um i thought it was cool man you know i thought it was cool to see especially like i guess kind of looking at it from Milwaukee side and Giannis, I mean, just everything that happened, you know, with them in the bubble year before and a lot of people making comments about them. So for them to be able to bounce back and look, I get it. The nets weren't what we thought because of health reasons and whatever, and people are going to make them comments, but look, it is, it is what it is. Giannis is a champ. Uh, Milwaukee won and uh, hats off to them. So you feel good for him. You feel good for Giannis, and then you feel good for the Milwaukee fan base. And uh, look, man, this guy, like we, you know, we discussed it. I didn't think the championship is nice. Don't get me wrong. Everyone would love to have a championship. Yeah. But, you know, I already knew what he was before. So, like, to me, this didn't, this didn't, like, put me over the top, like, where he's at as a player. I mean, you don't get two, two MVPs. You know, you don't get defensive player of the year. You don't do all these things uh, by accident. So I kind of already knew where where he stands as a player, but for him to get that title, um, it takes that out. No one can ever say that anymore. You know, no matter what he does the rest of his career, um, you can't take that away from him. So I thought it was pretty cool. And then look, pulled up at the uh, pulled up at the Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought that was pretty cool too. As far as him and the Harden stuff. Um, Harden's an easy target for I think for a lot of people to kind of make jokes and say stuff about. Um, they've been having something going on for a while now, you know, from the stuff that what it um Giannis basically took a shot at him, and I don't know the exact order everything went down, but Giannis took a shot at him before as far as picking Holiday. I think it was Holiday in the All Star game, right? No, no, no. I'm sorry, not Holiday in the All Star game. Um, Walker, Kimba Walker. Yeah. So he kind of took a shot at him before and then Harden comes back. It's easy to be a seven foot, you know, and they go back and forth. So it is what it is. It won't be the first little beef or shots that we've ever seen. So, but Giannis get Giannis and Giannis's fans get, you know, they got the last laugh. Yeah. I just thought it was awesome to watch. I mean, this guy criticized and rightfully so uh, throughout the playoffs for struggling with free throws. And every time he's on the road, you got the fans counting down out loud. Hey, I remember a long time ago, Shaq said, I make free throws when it matters and when it counts. And that's what Giannis did. I mean, great performance from the free throw line. Uh, I, I thought that something that caught my attention just shows you kind of the, the uh, era we live in. We're in the era of social media. Might not be a big deal to some people, but I thought it was pretty cool that he asked the young lady at Chick-fil-A, is it cool for you to be on camera? 
rather than just, you know what I mean? You got 300, 400,000 people watching this thing live. Uh, to, for him to ask permission before he does it, I thought was kind of cool and just kind of shows you. I learned, we learned a lot about Giannis Antetokounmpo in these playoffs, man. A lot of the press conferences, just him talking about humility versus ego, that little exchange he had and just kind of sharing his mentality and how he thinks about things. Just a, a different kind of cat, man. Even, even winning the championship, the way he talked about this should be an inspiration to, to children and people around the world, not just America, that you can do whatever you want to do. Just believe in your dreams. And of course, it's not the first time we've heard that. But hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you think about it from perspective, Pat, of somebody who's not from this country, they haven't heard it all the time growing up like you and I have heard it. And then to see somebody who's not from America do it, that's got to be inspiring as hell. Yeah, no, I like him too, man. I like him. You know, I think he's a good person. Like you said, the way he talked you know, the way he talked to her and just, and just other stuff. Um, there's a lot of good, I think sometimes play, I think there are some players that do and say things that uh, they probably regret or they shouldn't do. Maybe they regret them or not. I don't know, but I, I you know, I think sometimes the, the NBA players or, or athletes as a whole, I think they get a bad rep because of some other cases here and there, but you know, I think there's a lot of good guys in the league and I think he's one of them. And um, so it is cool to, to see. The funny part with that video, did you catch at the end? Uh, was that his why Is he married? I, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So I don't know if that was his wife or who it was in the, in the, you know, in the passenger seat, but he makes his order. And then it's like, he's like, all right, I got my order. And then you hear someone at the end of the video say they want to, you know, I want to, so he, so he kind of looks. Like, oh, oh, you want to eat too? You know, it's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think he was just caught up. You know, he was having fun. He put his order in. And all of a sudden you hear the voice at the end. You got to go back and listen to it if you haven't caught it. I, you know, I was tripping on that. That was kind of funny to me. But, um, yeah, man. Hey, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A should go ahead and do a little deal with him. Oh, you know, he's probably going to get free. I mean, not that it wasn't going to be a question in the first place, but my man's probably getting free Chick-fil-A for life after that huge advertisement he got. And, I mean, too, Again, like we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast with, with the coronavirus still being around, we got all kinds of new strands. I get it. But if I push that to the side, me personally, as a sports fan, there's been a guy who's been a fan of sports his whole life. Man, absolute goosebumps to see the videos of all those fans outside the arena before the game started. And I, I know social distancing, mass, I get it. I'm not downplaying it. But I'm also not downplaying the fact that it's been a long time since Joe Cardoza saw 65,000 plus people all outside together for sports, just cheering and enjoying a moment. I just thought it was awesome. Yeah, nah, it's another thing. It's another thing for me. I mean, it's cool to see it on TV, but me personally, I wouldn't have been down there, <laughs> but I'm not judging nobody. You do what you do, but uh, it is cool because it gives you it gives you them. Is it safe? I don't know. But you know it's cool to see it's cool to see people excited and uh, getting yeah. back. I don't know what their numbers are like there. I'm not even going to fake like I know. And I'm, uh, you know, probably I'm higher gonna, now. I'm not pull it up, but uh, <laughs> probably higher after that. But yeah, to see to see people um, back into it and see people get excited and uh, I caught I caught little pieces, little clips online of the parade and um. So it looks like a lot of people were having fun out there as well. So, but with with the winning side, you always have the other side. Correct. So you know, so you got to think kind of what's next for them. And you know, Phoenix had a good year and 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 well, great year to even make it to the finals. You know, you started off two and zero, but then things kind of turned um, the other way. So I, you know, social media. I'm going to go out and say just just by looking at my timeline. I'm going to go out and say it seemed like more people were more excited about Phoenix. And when they were up two and oh, it seemed like uh, it was like more kind of talk and hype. You know, Phoenix is going to get this. 
when Milwaukee turned the tables, it seemed like people were still talking, but it seemed a little different. So I, I don't know how you feel or how you viewed it, but to me, it seemed like more people were kind of pulling for Phoenix. Oh, absolutely. People wanted to see Chris Paul win. A lot of people still don't like Milwaukee because it's Milwaukee. It's not flashy. It's not Vegas. It's not LA. It's not New York. It's not Miami. But I think a large contingent of people wanted to see Chris Paul win a ring. And, and I'm not saying Phoenix is some glamorous city either, as far as like, I don't know about you, but if somebody tells me, hey, we can go to the United States for vacation. Where do you want to go? I'm not sure if Phoenix is in my top 10. Sure, it's a great place. I, I'm pretty sure Waldorf, Maryland, is not in anyone's top 10. But I think that Chris Paul has a lot of loyal fans that have been riding with this guy since the Wake Forest days. And we've seen the up 3-1 with the Clippers blow the lead. We've seen the ankle injuries, the hamstrings, the whatever, the, the star player that he's playing with gets hurt. They're not the same team. And to finally break through and finally make the playoff, uh, the finals, people wanted to see him win. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, nah, I agree. You know, I agree. I, I, you know, you talked about Chris Paul and I kind of think, look, Chris Paul is one of the greatest Hall of Fame. Going to go in the Hall of Fame. Well, you know, will he ever get a championship back to the finals? We'll see. There's a lot of talk about could he end up with the Lakers? I think he has a good chance to get back if he, if he does that. Uh, maybe he finishes there. I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, he's played for different teams now, so I, it wouldn't shock me to see him. Whatever. It's not like he's a lifer somewhere, you know. Yeah. So uh, it really wouldn't shock me if he did miss anywhere. I, I, I see a lot of. I don't know. I think people should retire hater. Like I think people overuse hater. He's hating on him. He's a hater. He's a, you know, he's come up short. So, you know, people are going to talk about it. You know, it's going to be a discussion. And, and unfortunately, uh, he's going to hear those things um, unless he does, you know, when, you know, win a championship. Now, same way I made the point earlier about Giannis. Mm-hmm. To me, does that change anything about him? Absolutely not. You know, I, I know who he was. I know what he did in the league. I know he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, the guy balls, you know, he, you know, he's had some. He's had some uh, unfortunate, unfortunate situations that have happened. So um, we'll see going forward. I think he made a quick. Did, didn't he kind of shut down any kind of rumor or talk about retiring? He wanted to let that out yep. there. That he, he's not, you know. So I think that's good. That shows that he's focused. You know, he's gonna get back in the lab or whatever, and 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 we'll see what happens. I would like to see him stay with Phoenix, and just to see what they can possibly do. You know, Monty Williams. Big Monty Williams fan, like you talked about Booker and Aiton. I would like to see the, him stay there, um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. I don't, and this is why. <laughs> I'm going <a, laughs> to turn this into a little bit of my – I'm going to stand a little bit. I'm just going to throw it out there. The idea of Chris Paul with Braun and Anthony Davis, after what we saw Chris Paul do with a young, inexperienced Phoenix team, and of course, he had a stud and Devin Booker by his side. But if he was able to get to Los Angeles and, of course, have the same luck health-wise, that's a great that's a great little three-headed monster. It might just be a year run, like it was with Phoenix, but that's a nice little three-headed monster the Lakers could have. So we'll have to see. I don't know. I mean, financially, financial-wise, I'm pretty sure the Lakers are are strapped or really really tight. I don't know if they can pull it off, but I, I wouldn't be mad if he did that. But to your point a lot of the stuff I was hearing and reading about Chris Paul after the finals was his mentality is running back, meaning running back with the same team. So the Laker thing might just be a pipe dream. Yeah. We'll see. I say, you know, those guys are friends. So we'll see how that works. And we know how that, you know, the stuff has changed into players being able to dictate kind of where they want to go, you know, to an extent. Um, I say, let them go to LA. If, if that will shut down the rumors about, uh, Westbrook going to LA. I say, go ahead, Chris Paul, go to LA. You know, if I can keep Westbrook in DC, I'm down. Yeah, I think I think I don't want to talk about that. You, if the Wizards get rid of Russ, where do we go from here? Like, oh, that's a whole other. That's a separate podcast. Yeah, separate podcast. Yeah, I don't want to see that happen either. So we'll have to see it. And one thing too, I wanted to talk about before we move on to any other topic is we all saw the play, the alley oop, the steal from uh PJ Tucker, kind of forced Devin Booker to the middle of the court. He gets tied up. With Drew Holiday, Holiday runs the ball down the court, sees Giannis, throws the alley. 
Uh, Giannis throws it down. That vicious stare down afterwards, which I made my screensaver. I was on a screensaver kick during these finals. <laughs> I, made, I made the stare down my screensaver. But the one I had a serious, serious issue with was the foul that CP3 made. Uh, man, as a guy that's watched a lot of basketball, a guy who's played basketball, obviously never in the NBA level, that's just that's one of those fouls, in my opinion. It's a, it's a huge no-no. I mean, talking about a guy that not the Chris Paul should have been or was thinking about this when he did it, but this is a guy that came back from a what looked like a horrific knee injury against the Hawks, still amazing, able to come back and play. Just a bad-looking, hyperextended knee. But whenever someone's in the air like that, off both feet jumping, and you push them, there's so many things that can go wrong with the landing, whether it be torn ligaments, broken bones, whatever. That's just almost like when someone takes a jump shot and you put your foot underneath of their feet where they're landing at. It's just one of those fouls that growing up playing basketball was a no-no. I just thought the NBA kind of washed over it. I mean, yeah, they called the foul, but I thought like a fine. I mean, it's suspension might be a little bit of a reach because suspension can cause all kinds of drama as if the leaders have enough drama. But I just feel like that foul happened and it wasn't really talked about a lot. I mean, some people talked about it. You brought to my attention, Pat, that a former NC State basketball star Julius Hodge had talked about it but I just felt that was one of those things where we were also caught up in the fact he caught it and dunked it we didn't talk about the foul yeah I mean this is something after all the great things I said about Chris Paul I mean this is something that's been in Chris Paul's past as well you know you know you know he he, he's had more than more than enough questionable things that have happened and that probably doesn't get talked about as much probably definitely not by the casual fans i think people that really watch the game know you know former players know current players know like i said julius hodge we all you you know you can find that video pretty easily where you punched him um in a sensitive area mm-hmm. in college you know i think he's hit kd before there's been other stuff he gets chippy so, I mean, that is a part of him. What he was actually thinking on that play, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see if he ever addresses it or not. But, um, I mean, he has had an issue with that. And, you know, it is what it is, I guess, in a way. But um, it kind of takes me back to the, you know, I, Pat Beverly's an acquired taste. <laughs> you know, you either love him or you hate him. And I'm not condoning what Pat Beverly did on, you know, on, on tape, on social media, it looked terrible, but there are a lot of people that were ready to, you know, cancel Pat Beverly or whatever. And like I said, what, what he did look bad pushing the guy down, but don't, don't for a second think that Chris Paul didn't say anything. I know there was a report out that he said something specific to another guy and, you know, about his money or income compared to Paul's son or whatever. I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah, I don't know don't, either. Don't think for a second that Chris Paul didn't say anything. Like Pat Beverly's not gonna, like I said, wrong decision again. I don't want nobody to think that I'm condoning what he did, but you don't just stop and run after and push a guy for nothing. And the NBA playoffs on top of that. Anytime. Yeah. Like how many times? Like, man, you could be walking down the street. I mean, unless somebody is got some issues or whatever or mistaken identity or whatever and maybe that's possible but nobody really does that just unprovoked so was it the wrong decision yeah but don't think for a second that paul didn't do anything like, there are a lot of people going you can't do that you can't and i yeah you can't do it in that moment you got to try to have a you know a cool and calm head but so you know something was said there. there's probably many things that were said um during the course of the game in the series so i just think that kind of what he you know who he is like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to bash Paul, but I think Paul's got plays with a chip on his shoulder. He's got a side, you know, it's probably some strategy with it. Yep. But just, um just like KG back in the day when you got fouled and you try to shoot the ball, he'd block your shot so you wouldn't see the ball go in the hoop because he believed that if you saw the ball go through the basket, that'd make you feel good and get your get your confidence up. So I can see where there could be some strategy in that as well. Yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm just you know, we're fortunate. We're fortunate that it didn't lead to anything bigger. You know, Giannis didn't get hurt. And I don't even know if Giannis reacted to it, did he? Nah, not at all. He just he had the he had the meat mug and the flex. That's it. Yeah. So, but on you know, the optics didn't look good. I agree with you. Yeah, nah, not not at all. Not at all. But either way, like we said, NBA champions are the Milwaukee Bucks. So congratulations to them. Chris Middleton, my man Bobby Portis out there, crazy eyes, got a got a ring. <laughs> crazy eye. 
Call him a champ, man. Make sure whatever you call him, champ is included in whatever you call him. So shout out to those guys for sure. I mean, it was a, we'll see. In a, shout out to the NBA. I mean, they pulled it off. Condensed season coming right back after the bubble. Did it, did the condensed season contribute to a lot, a lot, a lot of guys having all the injuries we saw? In my opinion, probably. But I'm sure the league would say it didn't. Uh, they completed their season. I mean, the, and it never stops. The draft is already next Thursday for the NBA. And then coming in the fall, we'll have another season. We'll see what happens. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, nah. Nah, no doubt. No doubt, man. I said shout out to Bobby Portis. Wizards legend, Bobby Portis. <laughs> Came never, in and played. Should never let him go. Just stuck, just stuck it out. But there's a long list. We, we have a, we could have make a, a start. We can make a 12-man roster for Washington with shouldn't have let him go players, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, man, we're going to start with Rasheed Wallace. I know if I'm making a list. I'm going to start with Rasheed. You got Rasheed. You got Ben. You got Weber. Yep. You know, you can start with that group right there. But uh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Jameson, you know, Jameson came in and played played great. And, you know, the Wizards' problem at that time is they couldn't stay healthy. You know, that group, Arenas, Butler, and Jameson, they just couldn't, like, put it all together at the same time. And I think at the end, I think it was more of a nod of a respect to Antoine to let him kind of go so he can take care of business somewhere else. Cause the wizards at that point, we kind of knew, you know, what was happening, but um, to see those other guys though, what they turned into, you know, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, you know, the Hamilton thing I think was personal. I, I said, we, you know, we could have a pod on that. We could just talk about a lot of stuff with that if we ever wanted to, but. Oh, rip. Um, we're hoping that things are, Eventually, will turn better in Washington. Yeah, and and, and man, you on fire with these transitions, brother. Talking about uh, things becoming better in Washington. New head coach was hired. Uh, one of the seven black head coaches has been hired during this uh, coaching carousel on the NBA. Uh, a name, a name that we're all familiar with, as we saw Wes Unseld Jr. Uh, hired as the new Washington Wizards basketball coach. A guy that's earned has earned the position. He's not just riding the coattails of the name. This guy's a long time assistant. Uh, highly regarded by all the players that played for him and other coaches as well. So I'm excited about this, man. Fresh blood in there. Uh, obviously coming off a playoff appearance, a, a season we thought we weren't going to make the playoffs. They turned things around, led by Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. They make the playoffs. Another high draft pick to acquire some more talent. I, I think that this could be the piece we were missing, obviously, is coaching. Uh, I'm excited to be a Wizards fan right now. No, I am too. And uh, it could, because it starts with what they were doing with Monumental. And, you know me, I'm big on expectations. I talk about that a lot and realistic expectations with everything. And we kind of knew what it was when the season got started, you know. And But I have faith in Tommy Shepard, and I have faith in what they're trying to do uh, for the future and wanting to see them kind of kind of move in, you know, in the right direction. Another thing I'm also big with is, I don't never want to be the guy that goes with saying whatever's popular and, and whatever comes out. So I have to admit Sam Cassell was my first choice. Uh, that didn't happen, but I'm fine with Wes as well. You know, I think when we did our pod before I, I, you know, I had my three and I had Cassell at one, I had Wes at two uh, and I had Kenny Atkinson at three. Those were the top three that I had. So the second guy was there. And that's what Washington decided. And hey, I'm fine with it. I'm a, you know, I'm a totally back him and I'm a support Wes. 
I also said in a pod before, did West probably get his start because of his name? Yeah, probably did. But he's earned this. You know, oh, yeah. he's put in work. He's earned his bump. So for a lot of people, I know the name. And there's another part that I love, too, because it's the name and the family and the biggest name in Wizards basketball, Bullet slash Wizards basketball, if you want to go back before the names. Um, this is the biggest name to me in franchise history is Unso. Without a doubt. So to have him come in and be able to be the guy and be able to make some moves and move them into the future, uh, I think that's great. We talk about Georgetown, Thompson name, you and an extension of that. You know, you go over to Washington. I know Washington football is not all good or didn't all end good because, you know, but we had the Allen name, of course. Yep. And, and, you know, you, you know, you've had other, you know, Gibbs, Gibbs came for his first and second, second time here. So, you know, I'm big on a lot of history and stuff, especially what we've dealt with through the pandemic. I talk about losing guys that I really respect and are big for D.C., Thompson, um, Unsell and Bobby Mitchell, you know, yes. those, you know, those, three, are, those are three players. icons of the, that's three icons of the area, not just on the field, but off the field as well. Yeah. So to be able to get Unsell Jr. back in, you know, it kind of brings that back and not to say it was going anywhere, but now we get, you know, we get to talk about Westmore and that's what I love because I want to see the young fan base be able to understand what was was who was and Wes dang, I can't talk who Wes Unsell was and what he did. So to me, that keeps that conversation going stronger and that kind of introduces that to the people that may not know. So yeah, nah, without a doubt. I mean, like we talked about too, the draft pick being the NBA draft being next Thursday. We're just looking at number 15 right now. And of course, I'm just taking a look at a couple of mock drafts this week. Looks like a, a name that keeps on popping around is uh I can't pronounce his name. I know I know you can because he lit Georgetown up. In one of the two games, uh, the kid, the wing from uh, UConn, is uh, a name that's floating around a lot as a possible person that the Wizards might pick. But, James McKnight. Yep. There you go. Hey, man, but, I don't like the way you said that. Let Georgetown up, though, man. I don't like the way I you mean, said that, though. Had a strong showing. <laughs> had a strong showing against the Hoyas. I need to watch what yeah. I say because I know I already got one big strike against me when it comes to the Georgetown fan base because I got that orange jersey hanging up in my closet. So I need to really be careful. <laughs> I don't want to get strike two already and in, in saving the season yet. We're we're peak off season, so I can't be getting strikes already. He had a strong showing against the Hoyas. And yeah. the, the name I like, I see him play a lot, was uh, Corey Kispert, played for Gonzaga. I, I like that kid, man. Nice, nice, solid outside shooter. Reminds me of a guy that can. I don't. I don't want to compare him to anybody. I'll just say a really, really good outside shooter, not just from three point range, but from the mid range game as well. I think that's something that can complement your Bradley Beals, that can complement your Rui Hachimura's and your Russell Westbrook. So those seem to be the two main names I saw floating around in the four or five mock drafts I looked at this week. Yeah, you know, I think they can do a few different things here, and a lot of it's going to depend because they just. You know, Tommy's obviously been there and he has a plan and a vision, but because Wes was just hired, I'd be interested to see um, what he thinks. The conversations that he has with Tommy as far as uh, the way he views uh, the team currently and the way he views the future. So I think that's going to have a lot to do with um, how they move going forward. So. I think to be able to hire him now, he gets a time, you know, he gets a chance to be able to kind of work a little bit and, and and talk and discuss. So it's going to be interesting to see what his vision is. You know, we get Thomas Bryant back. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say about the other guys down in the post and what's the future? Danny's for the come guards. back healthy. Yeah. So I think there's a few different things that they can do there with the pick um people are not gonna like it but do you talk about any trades do you talk about trying to move up move down so i think there's a lot of different things i'll be interested to kind of listen and pay attention to each day to kind of see if we hear anything that kind of comes out there about that but remember got wizards fans a large majority of you did not like the Rui pick so what I would say is, if you haven't been following college basketball, if you don't follow college basketball, kind of pump your brakes a little bit. 
pump your brakes a little bit, spend some time trying to research or just give the guys a chance because there are a lot of people that didn't like that pick. And a lot of those people now have a different opinion on Rui and, you know, his future here. So just kind of sit back and breathe, enjoy yourself, and don't go <laughs> too crazy draft night. Yeah, I want to save some of them, save some of them tweets in the draft. Don't hit the send button. Don't be that guy because, as we always say on the NBA Sports Hour, screenshots last forever. So, just saying, just throwing it out there, man. Keeping things in the DC area, Pat. Of course, had some news last week about the Washington Football Team. Uh, man, we've been talking about this name and possible name for what well, seems like forever. People throwing out all kinds of stuff. I don't know about you, but I changed my pick like seven or eight times. I'm back on the Red Wolves now. I think that's what it should be. I think there's a, a bunch of different ways they can market that, promote that. I mean, I just have a division in my head of like a full stadium. It's third and 10 at a, at a home game and just having that whole stadium howling as a, as a tribute to the Red Wolves and trying to get the crowd, get the players hype. I just feel like that's a, a really strong way to go. And then, of course, before we hit recording the pod, I'm not sure if you saw it. I'll sneak it in there kind of as a segue, but the Cleveland team, Cleveland Indians, will no longer be known as the Cleveland Indians. They announced they're going to be known as the Cleveland Guardians. So they had this little three-minute video, you know, talking about the city of Cleveland and what the baseball team means to them. And then they unveiled the new logo, and the new team name, Guardians. So, I mean, hopefully Washington saw that, the good and the bad and the ugly parts of that, could kind of use that as a, as a sample of what they want to do. But, yeah, the name talk is heating up. We're going to get an answer here soon. Yeah, I, you know, the Cleveland thing I did, you know, that that did catch my eye. It kind of came up. Um, I'm cool with it. I, you know, I think I think there's some other teams that probably need to go ahead and follow that same plan. Chicago Blackhawks, they have some other issues going on, too, but they're probably not going to be not too far behind them, uh, I would guess, and say with their name. But um, Washington football, man, uh, look, I don't. I wouldn't be against <laughs> like it. You're pay- like you were paying there. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be against it, man, but I'm not a Red Wolves fan. There's uh, something about it. It I'm doesn't about to hop really, off the pod. Yeah, it doesn't really hit it. Look, I we have a passionate, a passionate fan base, and a lot of people like the name. So I'm not knocking anyone's choice, decision, what they feel. But me personally, uh, I don't like Red Wolves. If they pick Red Wolves, whatever, I'll live with it. You know, we'll move on. Because to me, it's more important, uh, one, what are you doing on the field? And actually, let me change that. One, what are you doing off the field behind closed doors? That's more important to me. And then two, what are you doing on the field? So the name thing, I don't want to get too caught up. I mean, I don't want anything ridiculous, of course. But, you know, if they go with Red Wolves, whatever, we're the Red Wolves and we're going to keep on moving. Um. I personally, right now, sitting at July 23rd, 2001, I say keep it Washington football team. It's grown on me. I didn't think it was that bad in the beginning. It's kind of grown on on me. Um, They talk a lot about team now with the whole culture thing, kind of getting together. I don't have an issue with it. Um, The only thing I don't like about Washington football team, um, I don't like the – the WFT because it's too close to something else. Yeah. And a lot of people make little jokes about that, but whatever, you know, but that, you know, that, you know, that's kind of the only thing with me. It kind of gives me those what soccer or rugby vibes. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, but I think it's kind of cool. Like I said, it, you know, it's grown on me. It's classic. I like the way the colors look now. I like the name. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Red tails. I thought was okay as well. I don't know if they're going to move forward with that. Um, I did think it was okay about Warriors. I kind of talked about that in the past too. And I know they, you know, they ruled that out. Yeah. And I, to- I totally get why. And we talked about that on a, a previous part as well. We said Warriors might be a little too close to what you're already doing. So I totally respect that. Jason Wright put out his uh, video and made the statement or whatever. So I'm cool with that as well. So we'll see. My vote, if I had to vote today, I say stay Washington football team. But we'll see what happens uh, going down. But I love the idea of you're keeping the colors. And I guess we just got to figure the other part out. I can't believe you don't. I can't believe you like the Washington football team. I'm so over it. I just, I'm so, I just think it's so plain Jane 
I, I'm there. Yeah, I mean, if they do it again, like I'm not to the extreme where, hey, if they don't, if they keep that name, they're not gonna watch the team again or anything stupid like that. Like some people who kept on telling stories about growing up their whole life watching football uh, and what their family was watching. If they change name, it's not gonna be the same. I'm gonna boycott. I think I take things to the extreme. I'm nowhere near that on that level, but. I just find Washington football team to be very, very uh, just boring and plain to me. The Red Wolves, man, that's less lit, as the kids say. I can get, <laughs> I can get, I can get behind that, man. The thing about the name, and I, I couldn't stand, and we, you know, we've discussed this, and we've had, we're, you know, we're not the type of people that like to do the whole go shot for shot on Twitter thing. That ain't our thing, you know, but. The thing that killed me before was all these people were trying to say, if you didn't stick with the old name, you weren't a real fan. Oh, yeah. yeah, That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. And that wasn't that, you know, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Um, Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, there are some people that go to every game. There's some people that go to the majority of the road games, every road game where everything is kind of, you know, somewhat close. There's some people that do that. And my hat, you know, hats off to you. But to a certain extent, I would challenge anyone as far as me, my, you know, myself. I'm a diehard fan. You know, I'm a diehard fan. I take time to kind of research the history. Art Monk's my favorite player of all time. Got a chance to meet Dexter Manley. Um, I know everything about the Hogs, you know, Rigo, Theismann, you know, just everything. Just kind of going back, talking about, uh, everyone in history yeah same and, here you know for you know for people to come out and say you know to make those comments or oh, you're not a real fan look they needed to change the name a long they time ago it's, it's way overdue you know so i just it kills me sometime to like you know read you know read comments and see stuff online about people's different opinions and stuff but um if you win they're going to So, like, again, as long as you're not calling yourself anything too crazy, um, I think everyone is going to kind of respect it. Um, but keep watching the football team. That's what I'm saying. I, I will say this much. If you can't come to a consensus and you can't come up with something that's really cool as far as name and logo, don't rush it just to appease people like me. Just keep it watching the football team until you figure something out. I, I, I would legit say that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, they might be thinking about it and – you know, the reason why I say that is, is because if they were going to do that, I guess they could have they could have came out this year with it. Right. Yeah. Like if they really wanted to, they could have came out with it now and um, they haven't. So now whether they're just doing this for other reasons. Trying to draw it out, I don't know. You know, who knows? It's like the same thing when they put the thing out and everybody go on the website and you know issue a video or a statement or whatever and put the name you want i don't know if they're really listening to that or not they said they're reading them all they said they're taking into consideration are they who knows you know it's probably a lot of people that said warriors and they came out and said we're not doing warriors but just i don't know think of like the craziest name in the world let's just say we'll just make up something let's say 80 percent of the fan base had some off the wall name, you know, they're not going to pick it if it's something ridiculous. So they're not going to listen to the fans that much. So I just don't know where they're kind of at as far as gauging where they're at basing. They might've had whatever name they decide. They might've known that from day one and they're just dragging it on. I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. And I, I, like I said, I don't know if that Cleveland thing, about not that I'm a, I'm not a Cleveland sports fan at all, but that logo was kind of eh, to me. So I, I don't I don't want that. And I'm not saying Cleveland rushed it and just threw something out there, but it wasn't that didn't blow me. The name didn't blow me away. The logo didn't blow me away. So I, I think we both agree. We both are happy to see Washington's taking their time in this process. Yeah, and I'm with you. People that think that if you don't ride with them now, 
if you didn't rob at them back then, you're not a, a real fan. You just shut up, man. If those, those memories, I, I think I can speak for you when I say this, Pat, but the memories I have of Washington, of the Ricky Irvin's touchdown that sparked the run against Denver, of a guy named uh, or Ricky Sanders, excuse me, thinking about Ricky Irvin's, Gerald Riggs, running all over the Buffalo Bills and Minnesota for the Super Bowl. Those memories don't go away because the name changed. I don't, I don't, they're not, they're not any less spectacular or less special to me because the name changed. It happened. I saw it. I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life. So I think those kind of comments are just outrageous. Yeah. You know, the diesel, like you said, we talked about Monk, what he did. Talk about Daryl Green, you know, my, boy, my man, Gary Clark. Yeah. Gary Clark, one of the toughest guys ever. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? There's some points where he didn't even practice during the week, but on game day, he showed up and balled out, you know, there it is. Wilbur Marshall. Yeah. I wanted to be Wilbur Marshall playing Pee Wee football. Yeah, picked Wilbur up from Chicago, and look what happened. Speaking of Chicago, Daryl Green running the return back, jumping over, jumping over, got hurled on the guy. You know, and 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 I believe when he did that play, cracked rib, broken rib, something with it, it was yeah. a rib injury, a serious one, yeah. and kept yeah. on doing the damn thing. Yeah, you can see him on the tape when he yeah. when he jumps up, he grabs it to the side. Think about Daryl running guys down, running down Dorsett, running down Jerry Rice. Look, if you're supposed to be a real Washington fan, why I don't see people talking about Ken Houston online? You know, all these guys, when they name their favorite players of all time, they want to talk about all these guys, these greats and stuff. I don't see anybody talking about Ken Houston. You know, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of different opinions out there, but uh, we'll see going forward. Washington football team is my pick. And we'll see where they go, but I would like to see them keep it, you know, keep it at is. But come on, Red Wolves, let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for us this week, Pat. Yeah, man. Like I said, um, it was kind of uh cool to catch up, man. Like I said, it's been a pretty good week, man. Can't complain on my end. It's a lot going on. Um, getting excited for these Olympics. Um, we talked about the job that the NBA has done. Shout out to the WNBA as well. The job they've done, I know they're on a break right now, but can't wait for them to get things going back going after the Olympics. And, um, NIL talk is heavy as you know, it around be. college sports, so kind of keeping an eye on that. And, um, that's about all I got, too, man. I still haven't watched Space Jam. I haven't watched the first one. <laughs> I got to yeah. watch the first one before I can watch the second joint, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch. Look, man, it's kind of. All right. So I flipped through. I don't I think me. I think I told you in a, in a, in a message about it already, but I flipped through and um, I went. My intentions was to watch it. Oh, yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. You told me you ended up watching the hunt. <laughs> yeah, I found something else. And I said, man, this seems cool right here. So I clicked on that and watched that. But. I'm going to go back and watch it, um, and we'll check it out. Shout out to Ashanti Cook, Georgetown. Georgetown family, Ashanti Cook had a part in making that. He worked with that. So I'm definitely going to watch it. Haven't did it yet, but it is on my list. I'm going to try to knock it out this weekend. So Yeah, I told myself I'd be less less petty for the second half of 2021, so maybe I'll let the Jordan hate go, and I'll watch the first Space Jam, take a break. A day or two let's soak in and then i'll go ahead and watch uh space jam 2 as well because i mean obviously it's a big part of a lot of people's childhood and growing up and like i said i've never seen i probably watched total 10 minutes of space jam the original so I, i'll find the time i'm on vacation still for a couple more days i've definitely been enjoying the, the break get a chance to relax and catch up so maybe I'll, I'll fall back and watch that joint i've been watching that show heist on uh netflix it's really really good yeah, I saw that when I was flipping through. I saw that, and it uh, sounded like it's true stories of people yep. that have been in situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, some some serious serious robberies, man. It's uh, it's pretty good. I think I have like an episode or two left to watch, and it's gonna be done for me. But I, I've definitely been enjoying that. And hey, before we get out of here, man, too, I wanted to say, make sure everybody knows, man. I know you had a birthday. So I wanted to wish you again a, a happy belated birthday. I hope it was a good one, man. I know it was probably low key and chill, but just the way you like it, man. Yeah, nah, man, I appreciate that. Thank you. I did have one. Um, I, I know that Facebook is different because it kind of comes up. So I knew people were going to say stuff on Facebook, but my main intent was to keep it low-key and not really talk about it. And I got to blame Gene. <laughs> Gene Put Smith. you on blast. Yeah, Gene. Uh, 
he sent something and he sent me a message. So like I said, I appreciate Gene. Though. Gene's always in our corner and Gene put it out there. So after that, I kind of embraced it. Yeah. But um, I do want to say, man, I, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate everyone that reached out to me online and I got a couple messages about it. So uh, I do want to thank any, you know, everyone um, who, you know, who reached out to me. Uh, I did not do anything special, but it's the way I liked it. You know, I kind of went out, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I did some things in the area and uh, came home and chilled and relaxed, listened to some music, but I wouldn't have it any other way, man. So again, I want to thank everybody. One yeah, thing I did like... not do though, I did not do this. And I was going to ask you about, I was going to laugh about it. Cause I would, you know, I wouldn't ever do it anyway, but would it have been wrong of me to post online? Hey, bless me on my Snapchat. I mean, not Snapchat. Uh, what is it called? My cash app. Cash app. There you go. <laughs> I said Snapchat. Man, I think yeah, it would have so, been wrong with me if I, I said bless I me on my cash app. The, I think that's one of the lamest movements in I've ever seen, bro. I think that's so lame. Like, I, like the only way I can see that being like, there's some situations where I can see that being okay, in my opinion. Like, let's say, for example, nuts and bolts sports, independent sports media company. Let's say you and I. For some, we get approved credentials to the finals. Okay. MBS Sports Hours going to the NBA finals. Help me and Patrick out with our expenses. Bless our cash app. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay. Because I'm assuming the money's going towards, you know, food, drink, supplies. We need batteries for your camera, stuff like that. I kind of see. But some folks would just say it just to say it or it's on their birthday. I just find it to be, in my, that's just lame. That's lame as hell to me. But like in it, the part that you're talking about, maybe if you put something in your body, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. If I'm if I'm wrong, say I'm wrong. But I was thinking maybe if you had something in your bio, or maybe if you described, you know, maybe a different way what you're doing. But for the people that are just coming out and hey, it's my birthday, hit my cash app. Yeah. Or, or yeah, or if somebody offered, if they reached out to you and said, hey man, I heard it's your birthday. Uh, what's your cash app, man? I want to send you something. Exactly. But to do it the other way, because I thought, like you said, obviously I thought about it because I made a joke. But is that considering? Is that considered panhandling? <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> I'll tell you, one of the coolest things that's happened to me in a long time was last year on my birthday. One of the writers from NBS hit me up and was like, "Happy birthday, blah blah blah." Uh, make sure you check your cash app. And I didn't think anything of it. I kept on b- b- about my day. I'm talking like five or six hours later, Pat. I hop on cash app, and little did I know she had basically shared my cash app with the whole staff. So everybody put in whatever they could put in. Oh man. I was like, yeah, each individual person. Thank you so much. I wasn't expecting it, but again, I didn't ask that was that kind of thing. I obviously I had no problem spending the money, <laughs> something like that. I'm down with, but the folks that quote unquote, like you said, are panhandling. I can't get down with that. Hey, when I, when I see people do that, the only thing I can think of is um, Eddie Murphy trading places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just it's what's wild to me or people that say like uh i'm taking a trip to boston okay well good for you i love coffee please hit up my cash app or, or there's even an app now you can like use to help buy people coffee and i'm a huge coffee lover i'm like wait a minute what like you share your info and i can put five or ten dollars on that app for you to to go towards your coffee purchases um, yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know, man. New generation. I, I, I can't get down with that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, the surprise donations, I ain't mad at. So if they hit you up this year for my birthday, Pat, you better contribute. I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh, that yeah. don't bother me. That don't bother me at all because that wasn't expected. But the look at me, look at me, hook me up, people. I mean, hey, each, everybody does it to each his own. I just can't get down with that personally. Oh, yeah. I don't mind the surprise. Look, man. Because I was not expecting that at all last year. I was blown away by that. Yeah. No, and I think that's cool. And I think, you know, the people that know me personally, I don't share a ton, but, you know, I ain't living like that. You know, I'm not, you know, living, you know, living in the, living on the, uh, moving on up like the Jefferson. I ain't in that, but, (laughs) you know, I'm trying to make ends meet, you know, just like everybody else. But um, I don't have a problem with helping people out, you know, if I have it, you know, if I don't, you know, if I have it, I'll share it and I don't mind looking out for people. So, if situations like that present themselves, of course, and, you know, I'm going to try if I can, but I don't know, man. I guess back to the original thought, man, I appreciate everybody um, for the wishes, man. It was a good year. I'm looking for another good year, man, and I'm, I appreciate everybody for listening to the pod.
Ah, for sure. Absolutely. You know, I want to thank thing. everybody. And um, speaking of, you know, back, you know, the support and birthday part, man, you know, again, I can't say it enough. Shout out. Shout out to the Hoya Hoop Club, man. Always, always showing support. Like I said, Gene, those guys, Hoya Locker Room, and just the um, just the whole the whole Georgetown community, man. Accepted us, supports us, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, I can't wait till we're able to start going back to the season kicks off again and we can go to games in person so we can meet some of these people. Been a lot of support online. But I look forward to meeting people face to face, looking them in the eye and kind of putting faces with names and matching it up. I'm excited for that. Yeah, one thing I'm gonna try. One thing I'm gonna look into, and we'll see how this goes. But I'm I'm thinking about I'm really thinking about making that trip down South Carolina in December. Uh, I was trying okay. to look at some other things, and I was just trying to think of something that would be fun and a little different. And um, so they'll be down there early in December. That you know that might be the move. That might yeah. be the move. And nothing wrong with that at all, for sure, for sure. Well, as always. He is Patrick Waring. I'm Joe Cardozo. You're listening to the MBS Sports Hour, and we will catch you guys next week. All right. Red Wolves, let's do it.